This episode of For the Love with Jen Hatmaker is brought to you by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. They can be big, difficult, even scary life things, and also small inconveniences that add up day after day. The thing is, when we keep them all bottled up on the inside and just try to grin and bear it, it can start to affect us and the people around us negatively. We may even isolate ourselves, which makes it even worse. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. This was the case for me when I was at the highest stress level in my life, where the stress was even having physical consequences for me. Therapy was a huge part of my healing journey to learn how to manage the stress. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the love today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash for the love. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, whiter looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. You guys, I use these every single day. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it is so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. And when you try it, you'll see that it is what your eyes have been looking for. So check out lumifyeyes.com to learn more. Hey everybody, Jen Hatmaker here your host of the For the Love podcast. Welcome to the show. Okay, you guys. Right now we're in a series called For the Love of Dating, Sex, and Relationships. Whoop. (laughs) This series is so fun. And the truth is inside of our community, there are a ton of us who have wanted this series for a while. We've been workshopping this one for quite some time. So this is this is for those who have been married forever. It's for single people. It's for newly dating people. It's for, I mean, it's all in here, all right? But today's episode is a fun and informative ride. And so because we met in person via an introduction, I really haven't engaged much with the online dating world, which is what we're talking about today, the match.coms, the eHarmonies, the Bumbles and so forth. Of course, when I was going on my first dates back in like 1990, 91, 92 for Pete's sake, we barely even had the internet. Like we didn't, what am I saying? We barely, we didn't have email. Right. And so a lot of this I've had to witness through friends and my kids and their friends and others who are like really immersed in the whole like online dating scene. Pretty much all of us know someone who has met their special someone online at this point. I can't even count them in my life. It's like not even a big deal anymore for someone to meet their life partner through an app or through a digital dating service. But some of our friends, or maybe even you yourself, 
could regale us also with crazy stories about the online dating world and sort of getting to know people through their digital selves before meeting their real selves. I have also amassed a ton of stories like that from my my people. In fact, you guys, I spent exactly one day on a dating app and it was on Bumble. And it was because I saw Chrissy Metz talk about Bumble online. Chrissy, you know, she's one of the stars of This Is Us and how she found her person on Bumble. And all I knew about anything is that Bumble is where women get to choose. Like that's all I knew. I didn't really know anything at all. And so what I thought that meant was that, that nobody can see my profile. Like only I could see other people's profiles. And if I was interested in them, then I could say, say something. So I thought, well, you know what? This is kind of a good idea just to see what's out there. Let me just make a little profile. It doesn't even matter. Nobody can see it. And I'll just like peek in, right? I'm going to peek into the online dating world and just see who's here. Like, who is this? So when I tell you I did the most skeletal bio, I put my first name because I had to, my age because I had to, and like two pictures because I had to. That's it. Not a single other thing. Not where I live, not my kids. I was thinking that's essentially incognito. So all I really did was put the bare minimum stuff on there just so I could have the account and assuming this is no one's ever going to see it. And it was so wildly overwhelming. I just didn't realize they could see me. So then I'm like scrambling, trying to find the thing. Like, how can I be invisible on this? And I found literally an incognito option and I clicked it so nobody could see me anymore. And that night I was with my girlfriends and my friend Jenny's house. And I just casually kind of say, you guys, I made a bumble yesterday. And then there was all these people that were bumbling me and these men and I freaked out and I hid my profile and my girlfriends scream. This is my very first thing I've done toward dating since my divorce, the very, very first thing. And so LOL. So when we were putting this series together about love and sex and relationships, we knew we had to have someone on well-versed in this arena. And it was certainly not going to be me. We needed practical tips on how to navigate it all. Like what should you look for when you look at an online profile? What are the red flags? How should you construct your own profile to set yourself up for success? And how do I make sure I'm not going to coffee with a serial killer, right? So (laughs) I'm so happy to introduce you to online dating coach, Perry Schneider today. She's going to answer all these questions for us and then some, but I'm so excited to hear what she has to say. I am clearly not your personal guide right through this landmine. Now, Perry's story is so relatable after essentially getting fed up with tons of negative experiences with modern dating. She decided to help others navigate this online space. She learned through trial and error and literally now she's an expert at it. She helps her clients shift their approach and their intentions with dating apps, of course, in the hopes of helping her clients find whatever it is they're looking for, whether it is new experiences, whether it's casual, fun relationships, or whether it's a dream partner, right? So I'm going to let her share her story and give us all the 411 on how to manage dating in the digital age. You guys, this conversation is so fun and so hilarious. And anybody who has any experience around online dating, you're going to love this one. And especially if you don't, but you'd like to guys, this is your field guide. So with that, please enjoy my conversation with the absolutely charming and delightful Perry Schneider. Okay, Perry, I'm so excited to meet you. This conversation is going to be so fun. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jen. Absolutely. Okay, look, I have filled in my listeners just a little bit 
about who you are, but can you tell us about yourself? Like, where are you and what is your, who are your people? Who's around you? What's your deal? And then we're going to, I'd love to hear how it is in a minute that you ended up as an online dating coach. Cause I'm sure you didn't write that down on like your first grade. <laughs> what do I want to be when I grow up? Right. So just tell us about you from a high level first. Sure. Yeah. So hi, my name is Perry Schneider. I'm based in Brooklyn, New York. I've been here for 13, almost 14 years. I have a little leeway because I went to college in the city. So been here a long time, but I love it. And yeah, you know, online dating apps didn't exist. And I really got introduced to them, you know, maybe like six or seven years ago. I had a lot of girlfriends telling me like, you want to get a free dinner? Jump on the dating app. (laughs) (laughs) Free dinner. Oh my gosh. It was such an interesting concept because yes, we had heard from infomercials about like eHarmony and Match.com. That's right. We're pretty, you know, it's a different category. I think they're, they're a different kind of bird. So the dating apps in, you know, the introduction of OkCupid and Tinder became such a different realm of an existence of dating and totally different. And, you know, it's funny because I was in New York city, the most populated city for dating, but it was challenging. You know, it is just a challenging thing. It's not the easiest. Yes. Some people have luck, but it is not the easiest thing to get into and, and question, what do you want? How do I want to go with this? So I forayed into the dating apps, struggled a lot. And then I kind of had a breakthrough in like 2019, I'll say, when I really saw them as like, oh, this is just a tool. This is just, you know, like Uber. It's just the way that I get from point A to point B. So once I kind of figured that out, I honed my craft with my girlfriends. <laughs> I used them yeah. as my And I helped to change their profiles. I helped to build their content because it's n- not really about just luck and, and swiping. It's really a different kind of existence where you have to be really self-confident and have a bit of a thick skin and you have to just see it as the vehicle in which you find your person or whatever you're looking for. So that's kind of how I delved into it. And I've been doing it now really like professionally for about two-ish years. And it's just fun because everybody wants to be loved in many capacities, you know, and whatever you're seeking, you can find through that. Okay. I have a million (laughs) questions. Absolutely a million. Before we kind of get into the brass tacks of online dating, since we are here talking about relationships and love and connections, do you mind telling us about your relationship? I read on your website, you actually met your partner through the digital space. So can you tell us like how that happened? And if you followed your own rules for success there? Or was this before you honed your craft? Was this trial and error? So this was trial and error, of course. But yeah, I met my partner through the popular dating app, Bumble, which is kind of like the Sadie Hawkins of apps where women reach out to the men. And they're actually open to LGBTQ people who want to use it. And the perimeter are more open. So anybody can message if you're in that category. Got it. Mm-hmm. It's still a great app. I quite love it. It's my second favorite dating app at this moment. It always we'll get to me. that. Yeah, you know that was one of that was a, a facet of how I honed my skill set was that I use my own things. I developed the things in which I was like, oh, 
I will absolutely never do this again. And I have stories that correlate, you know, with tools that I now use and teach people. So I went through it myself. And that's, I feel like the only way that I would feel comfortable telling my clients like, hey, this is what I would do, or this is what I did. Okay. I'm thinking about all the people listening who are single in the world for whatever reason and in whatever way. And most of them, if they are wanting to be out in the dating world at this point, have at least tried or been like pushed by well-meaning friends into dating apps, Tinder, Bumble, OkCupid. There's so many now. But to your point, like online dating is a whole thing. It's its own ecosystem. It has its own rules. It has its own expectations. If you've been using it for a while, you start to understand the ethos kind of inside each one and what to do and what not to do. So for somebody like me, who is like absolutely brand new here, either they're young and they're just starting out here, or they're like me, they're restarting later. And every single dating rule has changed from the last time we did this, where does a person start? So let's just, let's begin at the beginning and then we'll sort of parse it out from there. Totally. My best advice for like step one is really just take a piece of paper. I know it sounds silly and maybe a little embarrassing, but it's for your eyes only. And just write down really, what are you looking for? I am looking for and dot, dot, dot. You know, I've worked with people of all ages. So remember the dating apps do not have an age limit or frame. You have to understand, and it can actually be a thought that's really scary, but whatever you're seeking, you may find and will find on the dating apps. So, I mean, I had a client who kind of in your shoes as well, and she just wanted to have a casual kind of fun, flirty foray into, you know, sexting and just chatting. You know, she had never done that before. And I actually believe that the dating apps can lead to a very safe exploration of your sexuality with sexting, with maybe phone sex or just flirting, just chatting. That's So she, with encouragement, went for it. And it was very interesting for her. She really developed a confidence. So if you are really just green, 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 I would say step one, take a piece of paper for your eyes only and just write down, I am looking to just figure out what dating looks like right now. I would like to meet, I'm just going to say whatever, like I want to meet a man who is between the ages of 37 and 52 or whatever it is. And he lives no more than one hour for me, like get really specific because once you get into your mind's eye, what the heck you're going to do on the dating apps. I think it helps you give you like a a purpose on the dating apps. Very overwhelming. It's, it's, it is a whole ethos, like you said. So know what you're looking for and then do some research because there are like a bajillion dating apps. There's a few really popular ones and I highly recommend going for like the one where your friend you've heard of it because it's like going to a popular bar in town. They're going to have the best drink specials, the best band, the best, you know, food, like that's where you want to go. So know what you're looking for. Find one or two apps that you've kind of heard of, or that have like a good reputation and just, you know, get your toe into the water, just go for it, you know, and remember you are in the driver's seat. So it's great. If someone's like, give me the heebie-jeebies, you can match someone. Yep. Yep. You know, you are the driver. That's right. I like that. 
I very much like that because for the uninitiated, you just kind of feel like I'm at the whim of all these people, whatever they want, whatever they say, if they respond or don't respond, like, I'm just like, I'm at the end of their rope. And that's not really true. It's your rope. I don't know if there's an answer to this, but I mean, you kind of mentioned this. People come to dating apps for a wide variety of reasons. Some of them want just to have fun. They just want to date around. They want to explore their sexuality. They want to, they want it casual. Some of them come for love. They are looking for a partner. They are not here to mess around. They're like, let's get to it. Some of them are looking for a straight relationship. Some of them are looking for something in the LBGTQ spectrum. There's a lot of reasons people come to a dating app, what they want sort of as an end game. So if you could paint in really broad strokes based on what someone is coming to the app for, what would you just suggest? Like if you're looking just to have like sexy fun, I would try this app. If you're looking for something like really long-term this or whatever the thing is, like, could you sort of walk us through the big containers? Maybe if somebody's still like, well, I don't know which one to start with. Absolutely. So I love Tinder. We all kind of know it. The Tinder swindler just came out. So yes, yes. But the reason I love Tinder is if you kind of live in maybe a random part of the world or, you know, America, it helps you to locate people in that world or that little pocket of space. The parameters are really wide and it's a really popular app for all the different pockets. You know, if you're not living in a city and you're living in a kind of smaller town, Tinder is going to be great for your foray into the dating world. It is also, it does have the notoriety of being a more casual app, a more exploration kind of (laughs) app. And also that's what someone would choose. So if you're also not looking for that, don't be, you know, swayed by that. Tinder is great if you're kind of in a rural town, we'll say. Next, Hinge is a lovely app. I, that is like my number one right now because- Hinge? Hinge is your number one app. Okay, tell us why. Because they get to the nitty gritty of these fun questions and voice prompts, which is like, who I love that so much because I firmly believe in voice chemistry. I mean, it is like a psychological thing. Like some voices are like nails on a chalkboard and some voices just get you like, ooh, warm and fuzzy. So Hinge is beautiful because they ask a lot of different fun, kind of interesting questions that give you a picture of who this person is, how they're going to respond. Are they responding with a word? Are they responding a great sentence? Are they kind of telling you a story? It really lets you see the person in a different light and allows you to take your time looking at their profile, which I highly recommend if you are looking for a real like long-term kind of connection. So that's Hinge. I also love OkCupid. They are still in the game and they're really crushing it because- Really? I don't hear people talk about that one as much. I know, I know. And and that's why I like to talk about it because OkCupid, from my perspective, is the most open and broad dating app. So if you are like having, you know, thoughts about exploring your sexuality, or maybe you're just, you know, there's so much to it in terms of dating and sexuality. OkCupid is like the best app for being so inclusive. And I just love that because it's very encouraging of whatever you are seeking. If you want to just explore, 
that is a great place to do it. They have a lot of different questions through their profile preferences that allow you the space to say like, I'm just kind of, this is what I'm thinking, you know, I'm not really sure and certain, but like, here I am and I'm just going to go for it. And I love that. I think it's so lovely as a dating app for right now. Mm. So those are my, and I can always go into more, but I also believe another nugget is if you're just trying to be casual and just have a good time, you should just use free apps. You know, paying for the app is like paying candy crush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's very juicy. The apps are obviously like trying to make money. So they sure. will make it really like, Hey, you want to see more singles in your area? Pay, you know, $20. Uh-huh. This time. Yeah. I really yeah. encourage people just don't do that. You don't need to do that. You really That's don't great. unless you are looking for like, I'm so serious, but I find that paying for a dating app will foray you into binging dating. Mm. And then oh, you gosh. will find yourself in this like, oh, I'm so single. I'm so sad. I'm so lonely. That's a known place that just leaves you feeling like garbage. Hmm. That's so interesting. So when you say binge dating, it just means you get in this cycle of just like constant new dates. This is what you mean. Like constant, like who am I meeting today? Who am I meeting for lunch? Who am I meeting for dinner? Same day. Like, is this what you mean? That feels exhausting. That feels impossible. Well, you know, you start to think about like, oh my God, there's going to be a million people around me. Well, I can just have 25 different conversations Mm -hmm. going on at the same time because I'm I'm lonely and I just want to chat and I want to feel good. and I want a confidence boost, but actually it's like a drug. It's the serotonin in our brains that get that hot from like someone complimenting us and you will eventually, and without a doubt, have a drop. So I encourage people to monotask, which is just like hinge is the best monotasking app because you can read through this profile. Look at the photo, look at the the questions. Think about how would I respond to this? Does this question like pique my interest? Like really giving yourself a time frame. I always say like no more than 30 minutes a day spent okay. on the app. All right. And you know, don't watch TV and, and be on the apps. Don't do work and you know, sit down, have a cup of coffee, look at your matches. If you're chatting with people, that's kind of different because it, it can go on, you know, into the, the rest of the day. But when you're actively looking at profiles, make it your one active task. And that way you're limiting your time spent and you're kind of pushing away the ability for you to fall into that like garbagey feeling. Mm. In your opinion, of course, now you've worked with so many clients at this point. Do you have a personal opinion on how many different potential people it kind of makes sense feasibly, effectively, relationally to be chatting with at once. Like we've matched, we've done the thing, we've taken it to texts. Like, do you see a tipping point here where it gets a little bit unmanageable or the advantages start getting outweighed by the disadvantages? I'm a pretty kosher girl when it comes to this for my preference. I like to focus on one person. Sometimes it does happen where you're like, chatting with multiple people, you're grooving with multiple people and you do take it to texting where they have your personal phone number. I just do find exactly what you said that it can start to be like juggling balls. And it's like very overwhelming. You're not on the bachelorette or the bachelor. It's a detractor when you have so many things at odds, you know, and you're trying to like 
compare people to each other. I really think that you should try to focus on one or two people. Okay. Yeah. As much as you can handle, you know, like, is it realistic for you to go on four dates this weekend? Right. Like focus and there's time, right? Like I always try to say there's no dang rush. There's Mm. no rush. There's no rush to meet seven people at once. Enjoy it. Revel in it. Dating should be fun and enjoyable first and foremost. Mm, That's good. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Guys, it's already allergy season in Texas. My yard is in full bloom and all the things are in the air. So I decided allergies will not win this year. So I tried Astapro. It has improved my nasal allergy symptoms and it's faster, bro. Astapro is a first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go, you guys, today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Okay, so you have, and I love this, you've created this really simple, easy guide for users in order to help them create intriguing online dating profiles. So first of all, we're going to send all of my listeners to your site to see all the resources you've compiled, but this feels like a really big piece of the puzzle. So would you mind walking us through, because you mentioned at the top of the show, you like helped your friends retool their dating profiles. This matters. Like this is a big deal, how and what we attract people to and with. And so what are some of the main features that you offer to help someone create a dating profile that absolutely best reflects that person? And then also, if there is a category, what do you absolutely not include on your dating profile? If that's such a thing too. Love it. So I always think about quality over quantity. So when it comes to pictures and like answers in the bio, just really reflecting who are you in a quality kind of way. So if that's two photos, you know, a lot of men that I talk to are like, I don't have any photos. I'm like, totally. I get that. Do you have one really fun selfie that you took when you were walking, you know, and you saw a really pretty tree and like, you took a selfie, use that, right? Like it's really about a photo that is interesting. that has color in it that you are smiling. You're not wearing sunglasses. You want to start with a photo that pulls the person in. You want them think about how quickly people are like, right, left, swiping, you know, back and forth. You want the picture first and foremost to be colorful and intriguing and engaging. Okay. Then the rest of the juice of your profile, your biography, your questions that you're answering, make them inviting and again, engaging. So if you answer, I mean, I encourage everybody to like really fill out their profile, but if you're going to answer, say three questions or two questions, make that answer something that a person could go, oh, I can easily ask them about this. 
You know, if the answer is, what is your favorite pizza topping? Don't just say pepperoni. You can say, oh, I love to get thin crust pizza with sausage, olives, garlic. And, you know, if you add pineapple, like you're not on a date with me or something like that. Got it. Make it juicy, make it meaty, you know, and allow that person to really quickly say, I like their photo. Look at the answer. I'm going to say, oh my God, I'm always adding pineapple to my pizza. Like it's just about fun. It's about lighthearted fun. We always see our photos in a different way than Mm -hmm. other people might see them. So when you're like on the beach and you've got sunglasses on and it's kind of bad lighting and you're kind of in the distance garbage. Like that's not going to engage someone, right? So don't just put a photo on there that you think may look good or, you know, really think about, is someone going to look at this photo and see me for who I am? Or are they going to have to be like, which one is she in the lineup of seven girls? Like, does she have like black hair? Does she have like blonde hair? Like, I can't tell, you know, like make it very clear and they can be, it can totally be you know, a selfie or just a really casual photo. It doesn't have to be you dressed up, look into the lines, make it reflective of who you are. Okay. I really like that because there has to be sort of an instinct or like uh, even an internal pressure to almost craft a persona, like a version of who you actually are in your profile. Like just a little, almost saying what we think someone else is going to want to want to hear, whether or not it's true, like whether or not that really is how we act or that is really how we feel. So I think there's such good wisdom in saying, literally be exactly who you are in your profile. And then later you don't have to kind of course correct it, right? You don't have to sort of, it's not a bait and switch. Somebody doesn't meet you and go, Oh, you were kind of pretending about that. Like, or, or you use such an old, different type of picture of you that like, who who even are you? To me, if you are, it seems like if you put your actual real kind of sparkling self out on the internet, then you're going to attract somebody who wants exactly you. And you don't have to like shape shift, like, Yay. Somebody likes me for who I am. And so, okay. I want to ask you this because dating apps are obviously absolutely wonderful for bringing people together, for encouraging people to step out of their comfort zones, right? To try new things, to expand a little bit, but they can also play a role in either creating really unrealistic expectations or sort of baked into that idea, a real keen sense of disappointment. You said earlier in the show, a part of this is developing some thick skin. Can you talk a little bit about how you help manage your clients' expectations for love and online dating and also rejection, if you can? That's that's part of the deal. And maybe that's even a harsh word. Maybe we can just say it wasn't a fit or it's not a good match. But how do you manage that part for the little tender hearts that are out there just like flailing in the wind? Yeah, absolutely. I think about the client that I mentioned earlier, who was like, I kind of want to try sexting. Like I kind of want to try having a conversation with a stranger that's flirty and a little bit more maybe. And I love that because again, we have in this moment, so many tools at our discretion that help keep us safe that help keep us, you know, in the driver's seat. 
we have texting, we have FaceTime or video calling, and we have phone calling. So there are so many different tools that we have that will give us the space to check in and say, you know, do I want to FaceTime with this person? Am I ready to like meet them in person? And I love this so much. And I encourage people so much. It's scary as heck. And I always try to give them like the ways to lead into this, but have that FaceTime. If you are a little bit like, I'm anxious and I don't want to be disappointed or rejected, or I don't want to, cause like as women, I think our intuitions are so spot on. I can't really speak for how men are. I think men feel this too. But when you set yourself up for a date and you think, oh my God, this person is going to be amazing. We're already vibing. You get there. It's two seconds in. They say hello. And you're like, it's not not my man. Yeah. Holy guacamole. Like this is not it. And what do you have to do? Now you just sit with this person, have a drink. You have to feign interest. So the best way to like kind of break into the dating world and, and really brace yourself for potential rejection is get on the dang phone with them. We have these tools where you can stay safe and you can kind of brace yourself for potential disappointment that this person isn't who they're cracked up to be or vice versa, that they can say, Ooh, you are just not, you know, it just, I didn't feel the connection. So I say, take it. Do if someone's like, Hey babe, you look great. Let's let me buy you dinner tomorrow night. Heck no. Heck, heck no. Like do not do that. Take it slow. There's no rush. This is good. You know, if you match with someone on the app, you should exchange, I would say at least a dozen or so messages before you give them your personal number, take it over to texting. And then I really encourage everybody, men and women, whoever you are, have a phone call have a FaceTime, do it. Like, unless you're uninhibited. I had a a client, she was like, I don't care. I'll meet like 10 guys tomorrow. Like she was great like that. But for me and a lot of other people, it's a little scary. And so don't set yourself up to be, you know, upset. And I'll give your listeners a little, a little nugget that I love to use is just you're texting with someone. They're like, Hey, I'd love to like take you out tomorrow night. Like, can we meet up at this bar or whatever? And you're like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to meet up yet. Why don't you say, Hey, I'm just about to make dinner. Do you want to hop on the phone and just like keep me company while I get stuff together? And this way you can have a reason to hop off the call. You can have like a reason just to be chatting because voice chemistry is so profound and it'll kind of give you this understanding of, is this person someone I want to spend time with or, you know, give more interest to no, maybe yes. Who knows? but really set yourself up for success with the tools that we have and know that, yeah, rejection kind of comes with the territory, but it's really not about you. It's just about a connection. So when you bring it back down to like science and chemistry, you know, it allows you to say, not my person, but that's okay. I have so many other people who are out there that I could meet. Yeah. Uh, Let me ask you this, Perry, a lot of my friends, and my kids' friends, I've got kids in their twenties. And so I learned a lot about like online dating through their experiences. Like seemingly this ubiquitous phenomenon in the online dating world across every sort of genre and app is getting ghosted. Everybody says like with the advent of online dating, all of a sudden, just in, in a lot of ways, common courtesy just goes out the door. Either people 
just absolutely stop responding to you with like never a single word, or they literally don't show up to the thing that you were going to meet at. They just don't come. And so I hate that. That feels terrible. And so because we can't control anybody else's responses or behaviors, how would you coach your clients so that they don't become a ghoster? Like, I think this idea of having to tell somebody I'm not feeling it is daunting for a lot of people. We don't want to hurt their feelings. We don't want to have like a weird moment. And so instead we do nothing. We just go away. We just disappear. So do you give anybody little scripts on how to like gently end a conversation without it being so rude, right? Totally. I love this. And it is, again, one of these things that we just have to accept. It is such a way of the world and I hate it. And I really, if you are working with me, I encourage you to just use one of my lines because it feels like awful to be ghosted and to be left on the hook. So I'll give it to you on both sides. If you get ghosted, it is not a like reflection of you or what you did. You cannot nitpick your behavior or what you said. You kind of just have to say, all right, you know, it didn't work out and I'm really upset but there are other people out there. There's so much opportunity. And this person is not my person because if they wanted to, they would. Okay. Now on that other side, that's good. if you are dating, I think it's a contract that you're mature enough to date, right? So in that mature realm, it is just the courtesy to say one line of like, Hey, this doesn't work. But if it's, it's daunting as heck, I will not say it's not, but you know, I've had so many dates in my past that I went out again, you always set yourself up thinking, Oh, this is going to be good. Sometimes it's not. So the next morning, as soon as you feel it, as soon as you know, like, Oh, that just like that really, I didn't like that. I didn't feel it, whatever you just say, Hey, so-and-so thank you for spending time with me last night. It was great getting to know you. I don't feel a connection. And I wanted to let you know as soon as I did. Yeah. That's great. And I can give you lots of other ones. Your listeners are so welcome to message me on Instagram and I will give you in the moment something so we can like help you out. But I always just say, do not leave it open-ended. Don't leave that ghosting Mm -hmm. message. Best of luck. Or I hope your trip goes great. You know, don't give them A reason to respond. Exactly, Jen. Mm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Do not give them a reason to come back and say, you know, anything else. End it. Leave it here. Right. So, like, I just wanted to let you know as soon as I felt this. Period. That's it. That's That's great. (laughs) That's great. And if you're dealing with a semi mature person on the other end, my guess is, although that stings, you know, a little, though actually probably be grateful for the clarity and the complete end point. So it's terrible to just kind of be wondering. The wondering thing sucks. I think that's fantastic. Do you have an opinion on like, let's say it's, we've had at least a dozen messages on the app. We've moved it to text. We've talked now face-to-face, voice-to-voice, whatever on the phone, which by the way, I love that progression right there. That's going to weed out so much like missing chemistry and you don't go waste your time at dinner. So I think that is feel good. If you're going to go meet this person in person, right? You can say, 
I'm not meeting a blind stranger. Like yeah. I actually yeah. have a phone, we've got something, you have some report and you have something to pick up on once you sit down. You can say, oh, you know, you told me you had a meeting at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Like, how'd that go? You're not just sitting down for like this really awkward time. You kind of have already set yourself up for a good time. Do you suggest... And maybe this just doesn't matter. Maybe it just, everything depends, but do you ever suggest to your clients, maybe just meet for drinks. So the expectation is just probably an hour or less, or maybe, I don't know, like, are there any like helpful rules or hints or ideas for that first meeting in case, (laughs) in case that, that physical chemistry doesn't translate, or you just don't want to be locked into like a whole huge long thing. Totally. I love this question so much. And I feel silly that I didn't mention it already, but oh my gosh, absolutely. Really do not like have a meal as your first date. I really like, it's awkward. Eating can be awkward. It can be weird. I mean, it's just like, it's not because again, it's like you want to be in active kind of movement with your person. So I actually think that having a cocktail at a bar is like, okay, for a first date. But the best first date is like meeting and having a walk. I love the dates that are on like a Sunday morning. I know this sounds wild and crazy, but this is what I did. I had a coffee date and we got coffee and we walked. And I'm telling you when you have, sometimes, you know, I think for most of the population, dating brings up static anxiety in our body. It is nowhere to go. And so it's like churning in your stomach and you're nervous. If you go for an active date, be it a walk or be it something like, you know, going to top golf and going golfing or like going bowling, it gets you out of your head into your body. It gets you just to move and loosen up. And you can also kind of just see how does this person like act in the world? How do they converse with, you know, waiters and, and helpers? And it really gives you a good understanding. It's such a better date, but like the most basic thing is meet for a coffee or meet for like, you know, something that's more casual. Do not set yourself up for like a two hour dinner. That is just Mm. torture. That's torture. 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 And I would say a last tidbit is it's always an option. So if you get to those, you know, drinks or, you know, you meet up and then you're grooving, you can always have dinner. You can always extend the date, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like this. This is sort of an ease in approach that takes a little bit of the pressure off. hundred percent. I'm obsessed. My friend Chelsea was wearing the softest cashmere sweater in that perfect weight for spring. She told me it was under $50 made by a fantastic company named Quince. And I could shop for my laptop which is my dream. So I immediately ordered the cashmere tee. Now I want it in every color. Quince offers staple pieces like Chelsea's Mongolian cashmere sweater, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, classic like 14 karat gold jewelry. You can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials, but unbeatable prices. You guys, seriously, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And I know what you're thinking, but Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible practices and premium fabrics, which I love. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash hatmaker for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash hatmaker to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash hatmaker. You guys, how important is sleep temperature? It's everything to me. 
And this is where Chili Pad by Sleep Me comes in. Its mission is to elevate the quality of human life through cool sleep. The Chili Pad bed cooling system is your new bedtime solution. It lets you customize your sleeping environment to your optimal temperature, ensuring you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Chili Pad works with your existing mattress. It's a water-based mattress topper that continuously controls your bed temperature from 55 to 115 degrees. It's designed for one or two sleepers. So if your partner likes to sleep at a different temperature or you only need it for one side of the bed, it still works. I just put this on top of my existing mattress and voila. So whether you're dealing with night sweats or simply seeking a better night's rest, Chili Pad is here to transform your existing mattress into a sanctuary of cool, relief, and comfort. Visit www.sleep.me slash FTL to get your Chili Pad and save up to $315 with code FTL. This offer is exclusively available for the love listeners. Only for a limited time. So order it today with free shipping and try it out for 30 days. You can return it for free if you don't like it with your sleep trial. So visit www.sleep, that's S-L-E-E-P, dot M-E slash F-T-L. Because every woman deserves to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day ahead. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. So I'm positive at this point, you probably get a lot of feedback from your clients for whom they found whatever it is they were looking for. They found their person. They had like incredible success based on their goals. I wonder if you could share maybe one of your favorite success stories with a client who came to you and went, please help me. I'm overwhelmed. And then had like some sort of incredible result. Yeah, absolutely. I have a lot of people. It's funny how my like history kind of grows with the clients that I work with. Some people do find when we're in the coaching together that they'll go on dates and they're like exploring, but actually the magic happens quite literally like two months to the date of when we started coaching. And I'm it's so wild and it's happening now for four of my clients, like simultaneously that I wrapped up with and, you know, they didn't really have success when we were working together, but then two, three months later, they're all in relationships. I'm like, oh my God. And so I worked with this one woman, I'll think about that. She just, you know, she was engaged and it broke off the engagement, completely heartbroken and like quite literally just jumped shit from her normal life. She moved somewhere new. She was foraying into the dating scene in a new place. And it was just so dang hard for her. And we just peeled back the layers and, you know, the ease in approach. I was like, girl, I know this is so dang overwhelming. You're like, do I tell people that I just 
you know, had engagement that was garbage and it broke off. And how do I, what do I do? And I was like, you're never going to find success when you're not in a space where you can ease in and really present yourself authentically. So the first tip I said was write down what you're looking for. The other side of that is like, write down who you are looking for. And so, you know, with this woman, we just really slowly, I kind of give a lot of analogies and (laughs) it's kind of silly, but dating is getting from, you know, one side of the river to the other side. And there's a bunch of little stepping stones in between and you got to go slow and you got to just take one step here, one step there. So when you are feeling like chaos and she was feeling like completely utter, oh my goodness, we just peeled it back and went really, really slow. And she just kept trying, failing, trying, failing, going on dates, failing, you know, having situationships, falling them apart, you know, and now she's in a super healthy, beautiful, very, you know, like a really strong relationship with this man that she just met from again, trying, giving this person a shot, you know, knowing what she has in her tool belt and using it. And now look where she is. And it's like, we, I both, every time she posts a photo, I'm like, I cannot believe, oh my goodness. Like, look at you. This is so beautiful. So it's totally possible. It's never not possible. It is, you know, if you're, what you're seeking is love, you can absolutely find it on dating apps. I believe that. I love it. Yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't either ask for a story from either your own personal experience or one of your clients, which is like, what was an absolute nightmare scenario or experience? Like where everybody just went, OMG. Yeah. I mean, I had so many and that's really sparked me on this journey was to be objectively, you know, positive uh, that you can go from having garbage relationship situationships and grow from it. So, you know, the big thing that I love about voice chemistry, I'll say, I met this guy in a dating app and we hit it off. It was so easy. I loved how easy the conversation load. And that to me is a number one. I need good conversation. So chatting and he asks me out and I was like, heck yeah. So we go out and I'd never heard his voice before. So the second he says, Hey Perry, how are you? It was very high pitched. It just wasn't like you in that one second of him saying a greeting to me, not my man, not, I can't sit person. His voice is like the opposite of arousal. (laughs) I'm dying. Uh (laughs) Like the opposite of making me feel like, oh my goodness, I, you know, be intimate with this person. I wanted nothing to do as possible. I wanted him far away. And then, you know, I submitted myself to this date and we're sitting there and everything he's saying. And then I just sabotaged myself on the date so that he wouldn't even take an interest in me. And I just, after that date, I was like, I must hear a person's voice. I will not meet them in person without hearing their voice. That's great. 
Oh my God. I just have so many. <laughs> I bet you do. And all your clients now rejoice because you roped that into your instruction and you've probably saved countless awkward experiences by insisting that people talk on the phone first. Last question, Perry. And I actually ask all my guests in every single series, this question, and I would love for you to answer however you feel like, like this could be a serious answer. It could be nonsense. What is saving your life right now? Oh, I love that question. Mm-hmm. I would say coffee. <laughs> mm, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Ma'am. Oh my God. At I all know. times. At all, all times. times. Yes. I, you know, and I, I'll say it more like meditatively. It's the ritual behind making the coffee, you know, adding in the creamer. It's that same kind of monotasking thing. I think the issue with like everything right now is there's so much that's inundating us. There's so much overstimulation. And so this simple act that I have of like going to my kitchen and making my coffee and adding my creamer, is it tasting right? Do I need more? It's this monotasking kind of meditative task that actually just makes me happy. It makes me stop and pause. So it's silly. And sometimes I don't even drink the coffee, you know, because it goes cold or whatever. But taking that time to just be like, so much is going on and so much is out of my control. But what's in my control is I can make my coffee and it can fuel me and make me happy. I love it. I love that so much. So much same. I identify with that a ton. Listen, this is so great. I am just telling you, having help and instruction around online dating is so imperative because there's this idea that the only people on dating apps are all like, experts and they're like models and there's some sort of world that they're all well-versed in that the rest of us normals aren't. But really the truth is it's all just people. Everybody's looking for someone else. Like most people are regular. And also there's someone for everyone. There's someone out there who's going to really like exactly who you are and how you are and what you look like and where you live and what you're into. And like, I think when we could think of it like that, that everyone belongs, everybody gets a shot at online dating and success is so possible. It sort of takes a little bit of the like fear out of the whole thing. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for learning this. Can you tell my listeners like how to find you? Because I'm telling you right now, a bunch of them are like, I need more of this. I need more help, more tips, more Perry. Like where yes. do they find you? Oh, you're so sweet. I, I mean, just a last nugget is like, I always try to give people the positive, optimistic point of view because it is so challenging. Like it's, if you're looking for a job, you know, it's, there's always going to be negativity and, you know, rejection and it's hard, but alternatively, there's possibility. And that's what I try to give through my Instagram, through my connections with people. So you can find me on Instagram at Perry Schneider. It's pretty easy to find me. I've got a very unique name that helps. And I have a lot of free tips and tricks. And my DMs are always open. Like seriously, if you're like struggling to not go someone and you want to send a message, DM me, I will help you in that moment. And we can send you, you know, a message that'll help you ease up on letting someone go. But that's amazing. You can also find me at perryshander.com if you want to work with me. It's all there. And yeah, connect with me. I love this stuff. I really always want to be helpful for people and remind mm-hmm. them that there is good there. It is possible. And 
you know, love is out there for everybody. That's what love you is want. Out there for everybody. It I is. love it. Perry, yeah. thanks for coming on the show today. This is thanks, such a fun call. I had a million other questions. And so I'm so glad that my listeners have more of you that they can go access for all the things we didn't get to, but totally enjoyed you. So happy to meet you. Thanks for saying yes to this. Yes. Thanks, Jen. So lovely to chat. All right, you guys, you heard it all here. (laughs) That's where to get started. I know that you want more of Perry. So go to jinhatmaker.com under the podcast tab, and I'll have everything about this whole episode, the show notes. I'll have links to Perry's socials and her website so that you can get all of her resources. She's got a ton of stuff that you could just like literally download today. And I can't wait to see your comments underneath this post when we put it on socials, when this episode is ready, let us know, let us know about your experiences. Let us know what rang true for you, what you heard, what you're learning, what you're excited about, what you're scared of, because online dating is a whole deal, right? This whole series is so much fun. The whole relationship, sex, love series. We have tons packed in here, you guys, including an episode with just me and Tyler. And so you're going to want to stick around for that for sure. If you haven't already subscribed, do it. Go subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can always, always watch us over on YouTube too. We video record every single episode. And so if you want to watch me and my guest interact and see our faces and watch our body language, to me, that's the best way to experience it because that's the way obviously I experience it, but it's over there on my YouTube channel. Anyhow, you guys, more to come. Don't miss a single one in this episode. I'm telling you right now, we're having a blast with this one. Okay, you guys have a great day.